Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, back on the Ohio one. Hey, one of the viral stories recently was of a comedian who claimed that he had found shrimp in his cinnamon toast crunch, which was kind of weird. Um, I don't know. Brandon, have you ever looked in your cereal box and saw shrimp? No, I saw cereal. Yes. <laughs> No, no, I, I correct myself. I saw the packaging, and I had to open the packaging, and then I saw cereal. Well, it, it could happen. I mean, you know, this was a mistake you made. I, I guess the only thing that I'm a little bit confused by is it's a comedian. Now, again, things could happen, but when you, you sit, sit there and say, you know, he's tweeting Monday that he believes his box of cinnamon toast contained a few shrimp tails. Okay, and he has this tweet that I am trying to pull up, and you can see there's a table where it looks like there's shrimp tails inside his cereal. Okay, and he says, "Hey, this is not a bit." Okay, sorry, I don't mean to denigrate any comedian, but I'm looking at this tweet now, and I can't tell you for certain that this is true, and you know. How do you know it's not a bit? I mean, anybody could do that, especially if you're a writer or a comedian. You know, don't we always sit there and say, how do we come up with a cute, clever tweet? I mean, it's possible there's shrimp tails, but I'm sorry. When you're saying, hey, I'm a writer and I'm a comedian and I like to post stuff on Twitter, I, I don't know how this is legitimate. I mean, I, I'm a little bit my, – my crap detector is going up pretty high on this one. Uh, what do you think, Craig? Yeah, I don't know if I buy this. I mean – First of all, I don't really care for Cinnamon Toast Crunch, so I don't really care one way or another what's going on with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But I find it hard to believe that there would be any kind of cross-contamination with a cereal and a crustacean. I just don't I, – I don't, I don't see how you can cross – unless someone that works there brought it with them – I don't understand how it's possible that one of a, a shrimp or shrimp tail or any – any kind of food item like that would get into a, a factory that produces cereal. Well, it, on the other side, though, I can understand that, hey, we all make mistakes. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not Simmentos crunch to policy to cross-contaminate stuff, but stuff could happen. I, I guess it's possible I just, the way it's presented, saying, hey, a comedian wrote a tweet where all you see is a table with an open box and a shrimp cocktail or a shrimp tail in there. 
I mean, I, I to me, I guess what I'm saying is I don't know if that's proof that it actually happened. I mean, it could happen. It's possible. I, I you know, it's probably not healthy to eat the shrimp tail. So maybe there's a lawsuit involved and everything else. I, I just, I'm looking at the evidence. And I'm not seeing enough evidence to convince me that happened. I mean, I, I don't know, Brandon. Uh, do you think we should see more to believe if this is so or not? Oh, I was like, I was on Twitter and I saw him post his like his correspondence uh, yeah. between him and General Mills. Like um, they were asking him to you know take the take the take the tampered product to the police department <laughs> or his oh. local law enforcement. <laughs> and then he was like reading them the riot act or send he he wrote a wrote back writing them the riot act. Um, um but it, it but um I I saw he was verified on Twitter and I'm like. Wow, you get verified for just complaining about uh, shrimp tails in your cereal. I really never heard of this guy. I don't know. Maybe. Um, um, so I was I was really sup- fast sup- impressed at how fast Twitter verified him. <laughs> um, when did so, they ver- um, was he already verified? Or? He probably was already verified if he's like okay. some sort of comedian. Uh, you get ver- it's it's weird. I don't. We never verification on Twitter is so opaque at times. You don't know why people. Have, are verified and you don't know why they um, lose their verification. I know Columbus Crew Player lost his ver- verification and he's not sure why. <laughs> well, but, actually, um, actually um, and I, I don't want to kind of... Well, let's open the back door, I guess. Um, Craig, are you verified? On Twitter? No, I'm not. You're not? No. Oh. No. Well, apparently Gannett, if you're a Gannett journalist, there's a sheet going around where you can get verified if you're a Gannett journalist. Now, one thing Give me the th- sheet. Okay. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Honestly, that would be a good email. Let me actually write this down because my boss is probably the person that would do that. So uh, I'll send the email out. She's going on vacation. So Slough my, my name in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't work here. Oh, it's okay. Well, no, I think Twitter has deals with certain people. Again, that's a large media organization. And part of it on Twitter is you want to verify information. And the thought would be is if we can easily verify your information and we can tell that this is the real Chris Pugh or the real Craig or the real Brandon, uh, Twitter often will do a verification. That way, you know, so somebody can't do a fake account for somebody else. So I don't know about that comedian. Maybe he's big enough where um, he petitioned and he might say, Hey, I don't want a fake account out for me. So Twitter's like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. Twitter has various, Odd ways of verifying people, but you know, well, I don't think it's a, group. Yeah, there's not really a transparent way to get verified. I feel like I think I've looked it up. Like, how do I get verified? And I don't think you you sort of have to be kind of celebrity ish status, at least some yeah. sort of or some yeah. a person of some sort of um of caliber where oh there could be a fake profile account made about you, right? So, well, and I think I Twitter's guess. I think Twitter's actually too using that as a way of saying you can trust that person and not that we're saying we can't trust you if you're not verified. But what you're saying is it's kind of like inducement to say, so if I post something out there and there's a check mark by my name, which I'm verified, 
you know, you might say, well, okay, I can tend to believe this a little bit more. So say like there's breaking news and I tweet about it, you know, you can say, hey, this guy's legitimate. Well, I remember when LeBron signed with the Cavs. There's all these fake accounts saying, oh, LeBron signed with the Knicks or something. Well, you can tell if the verification could say, well, they could have it wrong, but I'm more likely to believe a verified person than a right. non-one. We, we should have Lori Schmidt on. Uh, she's a uh, well-known um, communications person here in Central Ohio. Uh, she, they call her the hat. She always wears the hat, and she was a sports reporter for the fan. And Lori has had many Twitter rants about saying, I need verified. You know, you can, I should be verified. I'm a sports reporter and everything. Um, I, I don't know if she's verified now or not. If she's not, it, it'd be funny to have her on because she'd probably scream and yell about it and be great. I, I'm checking it as we speak, but yeah, well, I, I guess what I'm saying is I might, it's definitely possible that it could be contaminated. I mean, that's definitely true. It's definitely possible that the guy could be making it up. I, I guess my question is verified or not. If like, let's say he, you know, files suit against GM or whatever the case might be. How do, I don't know if that picture alone if I'm a jury, if that's enough for me to say, yeah, it's definitely true, his serum got contaminated. Like, I, I guess my whole point of this is verified or not, is this enough evidence to convict? No. Brandon, as a jury member, would you be swayed by this? No. Um, I'm biased against Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I love them. Okay. So, or biased <laughs> for them, I should say. It's oh, like, yeah. Well, if this was a bit, this is my question, if it's a bit, why cinnamon toast crunch? Why ruin a good cereal? We, I mean, uh, there were so many. There's Cheerios. There was the healthy stuff, um, raisin bran. I mean, there were so many options to pick from. I just, I just, why, why the best sugary cereal on the market? Maybe next to Reese Puffs. I don't, I don't know. It's a maybe that's what we should do for our top five sometime. Chris's our best cereals. <laughs> I, yeah, think, I think the big problem here is is, and, I, and I'm not trying to accuse this guy of anything because I don't know him from a hole in the wall. But you know, it, it's it's odd that you know it, maybe there's a coincidence here that he picked, or that you know it happened to be shrimp inside this box when the gentleman's last name is Carp, which is another another kind of fish. So, you know. I don't know. It, maybe it's a coincidence, but maybe it's not that, you know, it just so happens to be a sea creature in his cereal and his last name happens to be, you know, carp in this situation. I, I don't know. It just seems like it would be next to impossible for this kind of cross-contamination with a cereal and a shrimp. It just does not seem to make sense. But it yeah. does make sense that his last name is carp and that he'd be having a little fun at the expense of, uh, you know, shrimp that he had the night before and then said, oh, hey, watch this. I'm going to dust it in some of the cinnamon toast crunch and it's going to look like it's from the packaging. And they're going to scramble and automatically say that it's, oh, it must be sugar or something. And then he's kind of caught them in, in a lie because they know right. it's not sugar. You can tell that that's not sugar, whatever it is. It probably is shrimp tails. But, you know, there's no evidence to suggest that this is this is possible. Like, is I mean, yeah. is there a, a, unless someone brought shrimp tails from home 
and decided to play a prank on someone that unsuspectingly bought a cereal, you know, box of cereal. There's just no way that these two things go hand in hand. They're, I mean, it's it's just it's not like you're getting, you know, at Burger King when you get French fries and onion rings mixed together when you don't order the other one because that's the way they fry it and they put it in the same area and all that kind of stuff. This is just it. This seems impossible that there could be this kind of cross contamination. Craig, you missed an opportunity. You should have said a finger in a Wendy's chili. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> You know, at least we know that fingers are around chili, so fingers could get into chili. How, how a shrimp could get into a cereal box, it just it seems impossible, especially if it was from directly from the factory and not can you know not altered in any way from someone at the store putting shrimp tails in and then sealing up a bag or whatever it may be. I mean, it just I don't know. Well, and two, you know. It's it's kind of a serious charge to make too because if he made it up, I mean, could he get countersued? Right? I mean, that's that's the thing you you're opening yourself up to a, a defamation suit. Yeah. Um. I mean, well, like it's so that's that's the only thing that I don't know at this point. If he comes out and says, "Oh, I'm just made it up," would he get? Would he be liable? But then he would have, they would have to go through the steps. General Mills would have to go through the steps and not that they can't, but they'd have to go through the steps of, of disproving that it was actually in his box of cereal, which right. I don't know that you can go back to when the box was printed and when the cereal was made. If you can really account for, was there a, was possibly shrimp involved in the packaging of the cereal? Like, so on the other end, even though he can't really prove or disprove that this was real, they can't really disprove that it yeah. wasn't So I don't – I mean, yeah, they could probably sue him and say, we we have no ties to shrimp. There's no, there's nothing – no chance that it could get in there. But they would also have to disprove that he's wrong, and I don't know that they can do that. So, you know, both sides of the equation, it's, it's more of like a – you know, maybe it's more of a publicity stunt where this – I don't know how many followers the guy had before, you know, this all blew up or whatever, but – just being on Twitter, I saw that he was going up, you know, by a thousand Twitter followers and stuff. So, you know, I, I don't know if on the other end of the spectrum that they could, you know, General Mills could say, oh, yeah, there's we guarantee that there's no because they can't. Well, it's a talker. I mean, yeah, we've pretty much said it's kind of silly because you can't really prove he did it or you can't. But, hey, it's a talker. It got 24,000 retweets. Um, is that it tells you people are talking about it, and it, it does raise a good question because if you're random Joe Schmo that has like ten followers on Twitter, it may not be as serious even if it got a lot of retweets. Wait, now you got a verified person. He's someone that's somewhat known, being a writer or comedian. Does it present a bigger harm to a company if it came from somebody as well known? I mean, yeah, we're not. You know, well, look at our Twitter followers. We don't have as many Twitter followers as this comedian has. So we're probably not as well known nationally. But hey, we're we're podcasters. We put out content each day. Are we at higher risk for if we made up something than you know random Bob out there with ten followers? You know what I mean? So I think it raises some interesting questions. I, I agree with you guys. It's hard to prove or disprove, but it'll be interesting to see. And I'm a Brandon. I've got a box of cinnamon toast crunch that my 14 year old knife like to polish off. Guess I'll have to make sure I sift through the uh, cereal a little bit better. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to have that uh, meal in about five minutes from now, so Seems like to see what happens. You've ruined Brandon's morning because he's like, oh, now I want some cinnamon toast crunch, but now I don't know. Maybe there's going to be like, uh, you know, some sort of crustacean in there. No, uh, actually, it, won't, it, won't, it won't bother me. I'll just okay. keep eating it. Yeah. I'll eat yeah. the tails. <laughs> I, I'm actually hoping for some tails. I mean, can you imagine what 24,000 retweets would mean to our podcast? Yeah. I mean, hey, toast shrap. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> hoping to get some tails of my cereal. Come on, please. It'll be great. I mean, the. the the PR would be incredible. It would be fantastic. So, all right. Well, hey, that is it for our Ohio podcast. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, we wanted to release our show in segments. I know sometimes listening to an hour-long podcast can be tough. Guys, yesterday, and we're out of time. I'll have to talk about another day. I listened to a four-hour podcast. Can you imagine that? <laughs> That's a lot of Brandon's eyes are glazing over to thought of a four-hour podcast. It's actually pretty well, entertaining, too. Real quick, I, I saw – I watched a Simpsons episode after our talk of the Simpsons. Oh, I yeah, started yeah. watching a couple Simpsons episodes. They had one uh, about podcasts, Chris, and Lisa really? and Marge got into the crime ones, and Kent Brockman oh. left journalism for to be a podcast. And, oh, uh, you got some link. That sounds amazing. It, I won't watch you can it. watch it on Hulu. <laughs> okay. Is it it's this the latest season? season. Latest season, okay. yeah. So look for one of the podcasts on the title. Okay, good. I, I need something to watch today. It would be good. No, it, it was my um, the podcast. I made an appearance on once. Uh, Robin Keevan the podcast. They do goofy podcasts about pop culture. They had a top thirty-two TV theme tournament, like brackets, like basketball, and they were playing TV theme songs and arguing about what the best uh, theme was ever. And it was something very unexpected. I can't remember who won it, but it was entertaining. That's all I cared about. It was fun. So I was entertained yesterday. So a long day at work. So it was great. So, yeah, but again, thanks for checking out the Ohio podcast. If you do one thing, uh, please check out Hope Interrupted podcast. Again, we're really excited to partner with these guys, Jennifer and Byron. Um, Check out their book. Uh, you can win it. Now, the book's about 22 bucks. You might be sitting there like, I don't have 22 bucks to spend. Well, we are giving away a copy of the book at the end of April in our contest. All you got to do is go to support. It's on our viewfromthepew.club page. It's also on Anchor. And you can either be a, a monthly supporter of a buck, five bucks, or ten bucks. Whatever you support, so you have chances to win the contest. So we are excited about all that stuff. So, guys, as always, thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, for Brandon and Craig, this is Chris. Thanks for you for checking out the Ohio, and we'll check you out again tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye bye. <laughs>